0: You're listening to The Friday Fix. Every Friday, I share a quick mental strength strategy that can help fix the thoughts, feelings, and actions that can hold you back in life. Today, I'm talking about how to stop believing everything that you think. Your brain is an amazing storyteller and it likes to play tricks on you. And much of the time, the stories it creates and the things it tells you aren't true. It will look at all the things that have happened to you in the past and turn it into a story. Like it might tell you that you're not smart enough, by weaving together all the mistakes you've made and reminding you of every failure that you've ever had. Your brain will also try to convince you that it has amazing fortune-telling capabilities. As you think about the future, it will make predictions about what might happen and try to convince you that it knows how things are going to end. In the moment, it will also try to convince you that you're incompetent or that no one likes you. It will try to trick you into acting in a way that makes those things become true. The conversations that you have with yourself are powerful. Your self-talk affects how you feel and how you behave. Like if you're thinking that you're going to fail at something, you'll probably feel nervous or discouraged. And then you might put in less effort because you assume that you're going to fail regardless of how hard you try. That will actually increase the chances that you're going to fail. Or if you walk into a new situation thinking that you don't belong or that you don't fit in, You'll probably go sit by yourself in the corner because you feel awkward. Then people will be less likely to talk to you and you'll turn those thoughts that you don't fit in into a self-fulfilling prophecy. But your brain is a liar. It plays tricks on you. It tries to get you to avoid anything that might feel uncomfortable right now, even if doing that thing might be the key to a better future. When our brain presents information as fact, we tend to believe it. And then we do two things. We look for evidence that reinforces our belief, and we discount anything that runs contrary to that belief. Creating a more positive outlook leads to better outcomes. That's not to say that positive thoughts have magical powers, but when you have realistic thoughts, you can then take much more productive action that increases the chances of a better outcome. Another example of how our brain lies to us are the labels that we put on ourselves, or we believe the labels that other people put on us. And then we make sure that we live up to those labels. I'll give you an example from my own life. I was a really shy kid. And every year on my report cards, teachers would write comments to my parents that said things like, she's painfully shy, or she refuses to talk in class. So while it was true that yes, I was shy, the more that people kept labeling me as shy, the less that I talked. Of course, I talked to my friends and my family when no one else was around. But if somebody else came around, my friends and my sister tended to talk for me. If I had a question, I used to whisper it to my friends. They weren't shy at all, so they would just go ahead and ask it for me. So as time went on, I talked less and less. And the less that I talked, the more other people reinforced that I was just too shy to speak up. By the time I got into high school, my teachers actually started talking for me. My English teacher read my essays in front of the class without even asking me if I could do it myself. I was the only one in class that she did that for, which again reinforced to me that I was the only person who was too shy to speak. If someone would have told me back then that I would grow up to become somebody who does public speaking or podcasting, I wouldn't have ever believed it in a million years. I had believed the conclusion that I was too shy to talk, and I thought I had nothing worthwhile to say. And even if I did have something to say, I'd be way too nervous to deliver it in a coherent way. It took a strange series of events in my life to unwind that belief. Like one of the first times I ever spoke publicly was at my mom's funeral. And for the first time in my entire life, I didn't care if I sounded stupid or I looked like an idiot or I stumbled over all of my words. In that moment, I had a message that I wanted to give about my mom and I didn't care if I embarrassed myself. The second time that I spoke publicly was three years later when I gave the eulogy at my husband's funeral. And I had some things that I really wanted the audience to hear about Lincoln. And so I no longer felt painfully shy in that moment. In fact, in that moment, I was probably way too sad to even have anxiety over something as small as the fear that people would judge me. But it took something that big in my life for me to see that it wasn't true that I couldn't talk in public, it was that I was choosing not to. I was living up to that label that I was painfully shy. And then I came to the conclusion, if I were able to speak at a funeral for my mom and a funeral for my husband, there's pretty much nothing that would hold me back. But of course, I actually had to get out there and start talking. So a few years after that, I gave a TEDx talk that has now been viewed by 22 million people. But after spending so much of my life thinking that I had nothing valuable to say and that I couldn't speak in a coherent way, it's still pretty surreal to see that there's evidence to the contrary. Of course, most of the time, though, we don't get that kind of tangible feedback about our beliefs. Sometimes we have more vague beliefs, like we think that we're just not good enough. And there might be some evidence that shows that you are great, but there may be the occasional failure or rejection that sends that belief into overdrive. But the good news is we all have opportunities to challenge our beliefs every single day. And then we can test those things that our brain tells us to see if it's actually true. Just because you think something doesn't mean it's true. The good news is you can change how you think. You can alter your perception and change your life. So here are three ways to challenge your beliefs and stop believing everything you think. Number one, look for evidence to the contrary. So just take note of any times your belief wasn't reinforced. For example, if you think you're a loser, look for examples of times when you weren't a loser. Like maybe you passed a test, you landed a cool job, or you pitched in and helped somebody else. I'm sure that you've done tons of things to prove that you're not a loser, but your brain might not have recognized them at the time. But if you write down a list of all the exceptions to the label that you've given yourself or a belief that you have, you can change that belief. Acknowledging that there are exceptions to the rule will remind you that your belief isn't always true. And while that can help chip away at your belief slowly, sometimes it's not enough to just find historical examples of times when your belief wasn't true. So, you can also do some experimenting right now to figure out how true those thoughts are, which leads me to number 2. Challenge your beliefs. In therapy, we often have people perform behavioral experiments to test how true their beliefs really are. It works like this. If your brain tells you that you can't do something, try to prove your brain wrong. And then see what happens. When your brain tells you that you're too tired to go to the gym, go anyway. You'll show your brain that you don't have to listen to what it tells you. I once had a man come into my therapy office who said, I have to quit my job tomorrow. I can't stand it one more day in the office. So I challenged him to stick it out for another week. I didn't want him to end the job believing that he couldn't do it. I wanted him to end with the belief that he could do it if he wanted to, but he was choosing to leave the job because it wasn't healthy. There's a big difference in recognizing that you could do something that your brain thinks you can't do. And number three, do something your brain says you can't do every single day. Create some kind of daily opportunity to do something contrary to what your brain tells you. It could be as simple as deciding that you're going to do push-ups. When your brain tells you that you've done enough or you're too tired to keep going, do some more. And in some cases, maybe you do five more. This is a great way to test how soon your brain tries to talk you out of doing something that you actually can do. This is why a lot of people do ice baths these days, too. Their brain tells them to get out of the freezing cold water, but then they force themselves to sit in it just a little bit longer. When you do something like this every single day, you become less convinced that you need to listen to your brain. And over time, your brain will see you as more capable and more competent. You'll also learn that just because your brain tells you something doesn't mean it's true and it doesn't mean that you have to listen. So those are three strategies that can help you stop believing everything you think. Look for evidence to the contrary, challenge your beliefs, and create opportunities every day to do something that your brain says you can't do. With practice, you can train your brain to think differently. And when you give up the self-limiting beliefs that hold you back, you'll be better equipped to reach your greatest potential. Thank you for listening to the Very Well Mind podcast. If you found this episode informative, please share the episode with your friends and family and leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. To learn more about the Very Well Mind podcast, you can head to verywellmind.com slash